It's a good show. I'm Mitchell Froom, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, and today, June 21st, the solstice of 2018 at Starburns Industries, we are paying tribute to the songwriting and the life of the great Harry Nilsson. Uh, we are going to be using his music as our oracle fodder for our musical divinations and using those using those songs to answer questions that are in some way inspired by the life or the work of Harry Nilsson. And we are particularly blessed to have some great musicians in the studio. We're going to be introducing all of them to you. But right now, I'm joined in the studio by two musicians, one named Kifo. Hi. And one named Zach. Howdy. And they both share the last name Nilsson. And yeah. that, I didn't just go and find, randomly go through the phone book and look for guys named Nilsson who played music. These are actually the two of the children of the great Harry Nilsson. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Hi, thanks for having us. Thank you for, for agreeing to come and be a part of this. So let me, what we're going to do, uh, we have a bunch of folks who are going to come in and ask questions. Curtis Armstrong is going to join us and ask a question on the show. Todd Lawrence, who with Zach organizes the Harry Nilsson sing-alongs, <clears throat> is going to be joining us. And then who knows what, what else we're going to do. We're going to just uh, let it roll. So let's, uh, let's start by letting folks know what are the eight songs that we're going to be using as our oracle fodder. Would you mind, Kifa, would you mind playing some some chords and I can read these songs over song number one a perfect day song number two little cowboy song number three Jesus Christ you're tall song number four the lottery song song number five lifeline song number six I'll never leave you song number seven Mr. Richland's favorite song, and song number eight, A Bigger Man. And those will be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. And usually what happens, uh, I ask the first question. We take questions from the guests throughout the show. And I usually have the musical guest write down their question. But when I, we do a tribute show, what I usually do is I just say the last the last question is going to be Harry's question for us. And that'll be the last song on the board. So we're going to but we start with my question. And uh, I want to start by giving you a little bit of context. Uh, we're, here to, we're here to celebrate your father, but let me tell you a little bit about my dad. 
So my dad was, uh, was born in New Jersey. He was raised by his mother because his father left him really, you know, as, a, as an infant. And he was a guy who was uh, pretty successful in, but obscure in his field. Like he was a very well re- well-renowned dream psychologist and educator in the 60s and 70s. So most people I know don't know him, but every now and then I run into someone who knows him and then they just flip out. And he, uh, he was a drinker. I was the, I'm the son of his third marriage. And, and I got, I don't want to go into all the details, but he got Alzheimer's when I was in my early 20s, and then I lost him in my mid-20s. And, you know, I only know the, the fans' side view of Harry Nelson. But as I've been thinking about doing this show, I've been thinking about how much, as a kid, so much of his music is about fathers and sons, and I... And I saw my father's story in some of the songs that he wrote. And so from a very early age, he sort of inhabited this, I don't know, uncle or like a positive or a, a very, uh, yeah, a very, yeah, very positive, a, very, a, a male role model to emulate. And, he, and I think he probably has been that for a lot of people. But it made me think, oh, also, and he's a Gemini. My father was a Gemini. <laughs> so... Uh, as am I, as is our father. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I know. We were celebrating yeah. his birthday. Well, it's my birthday too, June fifteenth. Right, sh- we share the birthday. Yeah, that's that is that's perfect. I was thinking also, I mean, it's amazing. What all the great songwriters are born in this month is like Brian Wilson, Harry Nilsson, Paul McCartney, Ray Davies. All that's that's a that's a lot of great songs. Heck of a month. Yeah. So, I guess. What's present for me today is the energy of the father. You know, uh, the the patriarchy gets a bad rap, and it's well, well, it's not a bad rap. It gets a well-deserved bad rap. But at the same time, there are, there is, there is something, there is still a positive side to it. And so, uh, I get my question that I'm left with is what, what do we have to learn from? Not just your father's energy, but the father energy in general, in these the session that we're doing, and uh, obviously uh, we're gonna you know we're gonna delve into your father's music for this, and so yeah, but that's my question. What do, what do we all have to learn from the from the overarching archetype of the father energy for this show? We do a lot of talking about the mother energy on the show, but rarely do we get we really tap into the to that. Hmm. Patriarch energy. So, now to engage the pop oracle. I am going to spin the wheel of eight. Na 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 na, we love eight. Ah. Song number eight. <laughs> We're starting with you, Zach. Okay. This is a song that Zach performed last night at Molly Malone's at the tri- at the tribute. It's a brand new song, a a brand new Nilsson song from Zach Nelson. Yeah, it's not so much a Harry song, but it is a song about Harry. First song, that's no pressure. <laughs> yeah. that's actually what you wanted. You wanted. I'm not sure about that because I think 
I needed time to work out the nerves. Uh, it's not like jumping off a cliff. <laughs> For me, it uh, kind of so is. Bigger man than me. My teacher drove me to New York and dropped me off with Harry. For two full hours they talked and laughed. He was a bigger man than me. Bigger man than me. He was a bigger man than me. Taller than a redwood tree And the hole that he left behind when he died Could swallow the South China Sea He was a bigger man than me And he loved his family There's nothing he wouldn't have done for any of us, he was a bigger man than me. He was a bigger man than me He'd do you all any favor And he'd do it for free He 
was a bigger man than me. So good. And that was A Bigger Man from Zach Nilsson. And uh, just a beautiful, beautiful, uh, powerful song. Have you heard that song before, Kifo? No, I, I didn't hear it, and I didn't even know that he'd written it. <laughs> Complete surprise. Uh, you know, so it just came, it came out of nowhere. I heard, I heard about it last night that it existed, but I hadn't heard it yet. So it was uh, yeah. you know, a real treat to hear that. So Zach, I mean, it's you know, it's it's pretty. It seems like a very pr- a literal song. But is there anything you want to share about like where that song comes from, or what like what inspired? Like you were you wrote it for this event that we were at last night. The, yeah. We should say what that is. There's a the the Harry Nelson sing along happens every year. It's been going on for how long? Yeah, it's, this is the third year, and it happens every year on or around Harry's birthday. Right, and so this is the first time you've written a song for it. Yeah. And do you write songs very often? Not very often. But you write, though. <laughs> I but do, you write. I do you, sometimes. Yeah, yeah you, sit, you, you do sit with your thoughts and depend on they, Like, I know you write. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, for, I, I, I should say to the listeners, I, I don't want to say I forced Zach, but I definitely elbowed Zach towards including that in this. He wasn't saying, hey, include my song. He was saying, oh, maybe I shouldn't. But after hearing that last night and when... When he played that, the room, I mean, it went from tears to laughter, and it was just, it was great. So thank you for sharing it with us. Sure, yeah. Sorry, I just have stage fright, that's all. <laughs> no, it's, well, I was thinking about that. That's another thing. People always say about, I'm sorry to make this about my dad, but I feel like that's easier than making it about you. Well, making it about your dad soon. Um, they used to say, my dad has spent all his time in front of classrooms, but when people who knew him really close have told me that he was very, very shy. And and I don't know about your father, but well, he never. Our he, father never performed live. Never so, performed live. You know, they, they, there's an answer right there to that. I mean, right. But but if you talk to his friends, they will all say he had a big gregarious personality. He was always life of the party, and yet he never performed live. So there is something to that too. Right. You know? So I think there is something when when you care so much about the music. Audiences can kind of be a drag, you know, they'll talk over it. You'll have, you have to do stuff that doesn't feel necessarily right to what the song is to, to get it over, to get into, and, and there's something that I, that I, I totally appreciate the integrity of that, of that stance of like, I'm only going to play it where it sounds great, you know, where it feels great. So anyway, uh, how that answers, let's talk about how that answered my question, which is what does the overarching archetype of the father have to teach us? And, oh my God, first, like just that child is the father of the man child, you know, that, that in this Nilsson set are the Nilsson song that kicks it off and that speaks for the overall overarching father archetype is from the son. And that's, you know, that's, that seems really rich. So, 
What do you think about that, how that might relate to the overarching archetype of the, the father, Zach? Well, mostly in terms of being a song about the father, mostly because after 20, 30 years of being asked questions about Harry Nilsson, yeah. uh, I, I feel like people understand what kind of musician he was. He wrote songs. It's pretty evident you can listen to his lyrics, and it's pretty evident how talented he was. But not a lot of people know the Harry Nilsson that Keith and I knew, mm-hmm. the, the, the father, the guy that stayed at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like that was the side of him that, that needed to be brought out a little bit. Because some people don't want to talk about their parents. Some people don't like their parents. <laughs> That's not the case with our dad. Mm-hmm. Um, we all loved him, and he loved all of us. And uh, ask anybody who knew him, and they'll tell you the same thing. It was, It's what he wanted his whole life. He wrote songs about it. 1941 was about a father and his son. And yeah. it was, it's, a, it's, it's something that he wanted the whole time. He wanted kids. He wanted to have a family, and he People wanted to— let me tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's that's where this is coming from, is that kind of to, to hopefully convey what type of person he was and how he affected us that knew him personally. Yeah. Yeah. It it totally comes through. It totally comes through. Oh, and you know one thing? Chris Price, who's going to be with us later on in the show, told me something after you performed that last night that it's kind of a reference to a song that was on the last unfinished Harry Nilsson record. He has a song. 245-pound man. 245-pound man. Exactly where I got that from. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's great that you you just got to hear that for the first time here, Kifo. Yeah, for sure. That's a a phenomenal song. And again, I just, I'm so, I I told you I was inviting you to play that song selfishly. Now I have that song in my show, Mm -hmm. and I'm so, so happy for it. And, uh, And thank you. You're welcome for playing it. Yeah, I'm glad I could get through it and play it because I, I'd like people to hear it. Like I said, my problem is really just stage fright, but I, I it would be nice for people to hear it and really kind of hear it from our perspective, what what we thought of Harry as a as a mm-hmm. father, as a dad. Yeah, and well, now you can now you can play it for for other people, maybe without having to actually play it for other people. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Radio Eight Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Ball Show. It's a good show. <laughs>